0: In your first fill up, portions of the following program may be pre recorded. The following program is sponsored by the National Prayer Chapel.
1: There is a judgment greater than anything you've ever known. He's the only shelter from the coming storm.
2: I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals, and then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come. I looked, and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow. He was given a crown. And he rode out as a conqueror, bent on conquest. When the lamb opened the second seal, I heard the living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was given power to take peace from the earth, and to make men slay each other. To him was given a large sword. When the lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's wages, and three quarts of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil or the wine. Then the lamb opened the fourth seal. I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked And there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death, and Hades was following close behind him. They were given power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sword, famine, and plague, and by the wild beasts of the earth. Then he opened the fifth seal, I saw under the altar the souls of those who had been slain because of the word of God and the testimony they had maintained. They called out in a loud voice, How long, Sovereign Lord, holy and true, until you judge the inhabitants of the earth and avenge our blood? Then each of them was given a white robe, and they were told to wait a little longer until the number of their fellow servants and brothers who were to be killed as they had been was completed i watched as he opened the second the sixth seal there was a great earthquake the sun turned black like sackcloth made of goat hair the whole moon turned blood red the stars in the sky fell to earth as late figs drop from a fig tree when shaken by a strong wind The sky receded like a scroll rolling up, and every mountain and island was removed from its place. And then the kings of the earth, the princes, the generals, the rich, the mighty, every slave and every free man hid in caves and among the rocks of the mountains. They called to the mountains, and the rocks fall on us and hide us from the face of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come. And who can stand? I've read for you Revelation, the sixth chapter. Welcome. This is Pilgrim's Progress. I'm Pastor Ray from the National Prayer Chapel. This is an hour of prayer. You're welcome to call 877-877. Five three, four zero seven, eight zero. You're welcome to call and pray live online That's eight seven seven five three, four, zero seven, eight zero. I grew up in a very conservative Christian home. My father constantly was talking about the great desire of his heart that he would see Jesus come in the clouds of heaven. I grew up with an expectation that he was coming immediately. The years passed. My father said, you'll never graduate from high school before Jesus comes. And then he said, you'll never graduate from college. And then he said, you'll never graduate from seminary. And then he said, Jesus is coming. But everything continued as it had been. And Jesus did not come. But as I read the scriptures and I pray, I am not deceived. Jesus is coming, He is at the door. Please understand that this sixth chapter of Revelation. Tells us that Jesus Himself is scheduling the events of Earth's history. It is not the devil who schedules the close of this age or this eon. It is Jesus Himself. And if we simply look around us at what is happening with an objective view, if we listen to the modern commentators on television, on radio, on the internet. They're all saying the same thing. No, preachers are not saying this. The commentators are saying it. They're saying that we are ready for a great financial reset. A black horse, its rider holding a pair of scales in his hand, And I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a day's wages, three quarts of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. He is literally arranging now the collapse of the God of this world, money. Money has been the God of America for many, many years. And some of you actually continue to believe that your 401k is in good hands and that you will have it for your retirement, that your pensions are going to be paid, that you will always receive your social security from the government. A great reset is now in progress The debt market is in turmoil. The stock market, all of the commentators are agreeing, is on a precipice and it will crash. Some saying 80, some saying 90%. What will happen to your 401k if these men on Bloomberg and other national outlets, what will happen to your 401k? when the stock market crashes 90%, well, it's going to come back. You know, this, this has happened in history. I'm telling you now, in the spirit of the living God, it's not coming back. America will never come back. God is ripping down the God of this age. The God of the church. The God of the government. The God of the business. The God is all the same and has been throughout the ages. It is called Baal or Baal. It is the God of money. And Jesus is going to rip it down. And we will have starvation in America. So we've come to pray. I cannot pray with the expectation that everything is going to continue as it always has. We are literally now in the countdown to eternity, to the coming of Jesus. And nothing will stop this. These seals have been opened by Jesus himself. You're welcome to call and pray, 877-534-0780. Almighty God, I come to pray, and I must come and pray in agreement with you that the God of money must be ripped from its throne and cast down. That our security is not going to be found in our savings, in our gold or our silver. Our security is not going to be found in our 401 case, our retirements. You, Jesus, alone are our security. Lord, many are going to be on the edge, and yea, even committing suicide as they lose everything they have, as their house and their car are taken from them, as America becomes destitute. I pray, Lord, that as you remove the false god of money From America and the good times stop and the wandering from one entertainment to another ceases I am praying Lord that men and women will not simply turn and whine but a great longing will rise in their hearts to know this Jesus that instead of bitter anger at the loss of the God of America, we will turn to the true God, to the majesty of heaven. Lord, more and more people are saying they don't even believe in you. They are so filled with ignorance and so filled with the idol of this day. I pray, Lord, you will stop the mad rush of America into absolute destruction. I pray you will convict the hearts of men and women that they will not fear the lack of money, that they will fear rather the lack of your favor, that they will turn and repent. Lord, would you come in mighty power? Would you open the hearts of men and women? For I know the next horse that comes is the pale horse of the apocalypse, and its rider is death and Hades. And I know that many, many, many Christians and non-Christians will perish during this time of absolute poverty and bitterness in America. Lord, I know Europe is facing the same devastation. I know this winter, men and women, boys and girls, will freeze to death in the cold of Europe I pray, Lord, I pray, Jesus, that you would send forth your Holy Spirit and gather your people together as we wait for the sky to split open and for you to come in power and glory, Jesus. Please have your way. So, how should we pray, Jesus? How would you have us pray? All I can do is pray in agreement with the seals as you open them. Lord, have mercy. I pray in your holy name. Amen. Our phone number is eight seven seven. 534 0780. You're welcome to call and pray. This is your time. I have preached strong messages all week. But now it's your turn. Would you cry out to God today for America? and for the church for your family for there's not one of us who will not be deeply impacted by these seals being opened by the Holy Spirit at the command of Jesus I know he is coming will you pray Mighty God, I feel very much like a lone voice. But Lord, I cannot but come and speak a straight and honest word, confronting the wickedness and the lust for money and power in this nation and in even the apostate church of America. Lord, I pray today that you would turn the hearts of your people to repent. To actually repent. That you would deal with each one of us as is necessary. Lord, I just see in my spirit men and women stopping and listening to this who have been rushing all week long Exhausted by their climbing and clutching and grasping after their God, money. Lord, money is such a false God, and it will be removed. In the name of Jesus, it will be removed from America and this idol of money will be ripped from its throne and there will be great turmoil and rioting and hunger and bitterness. Almighty God, as this idol of money is ripped from its throne. Jesus, would you raise up men and women who will speak an honest word, not the word of the false prophets that say, oh, everything is going to be fine. Lord, that's what they said in Jeremiah's day as the Babylonian armies were approaching to destroy Jerusalem. Lord, the same is true today. We think we can bark at Russia's door. We think we can deal any way we want with the world and that somehow because we have the printing press, we can do as we want. But, almighty God, we have have created a world of debt. And now the money is coming crashing down. Pray, Lord, you will come. I pray, Lord, you will come. In great power and great authority. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You're welcome to call and pray. Kayla has left a message saying she's on a video call with her ministry team, so she won't be able to call in today. Thank you, Kayla, for letting us know where you're at. God bless you today. I thank you for being involved in ministry. But there are many of you who can call. Will you call and pray as the Holy Spirit impresses you? And where are the men? Where are your prayers? 877 534 0780. In the seventh chapter of Revelation, there is the sealing of the 144,000 Jewish people. And it says, After this I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne in front of the Lamb, They were wearing white robes and were holding a palm branch in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. And all the angels standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures, they fell down on their faces before the throne, and they worshipped God, saying, Amen praise and glory and wisdom and thanks and honor and power and strength to our God for ever and ever. Amen. And then one of the elders asked me, these in the white robes, who are they and where did they come from? And I answered, sir, you know. And he said, they are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Interesting, isn't it? These saints came out of the Great Tribulation. So, evidently, in these last fourth, fifth, sixth seals, the Great Tribulation will begin. It doesn't say when. But we know that tribulation is going to begin and out of that tribulation will be great persecution. It says, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. And never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them nor any scorching heat. Obviously. During the tribulation, we're going to lose our comforts. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And when he opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven for about a half hour. My father used to say, Ray, it's during that silent half hour that Jesus comes and takes his people home. I don't know if he was right. I don't know when Jesus is coming. I just know that that there's a great multitude, that there's a great multitude in heaven standing before the throne. Now, are that Is that company made up of martyrs or is that company made up of all of God's children? I don't know. I don't have an answer. I haven't heard anyone who can answer that question. But certainly as the seventh seal is opened, great trauma occurs upon the earth. And the trumpets begin to blow, and there are seven trumpets. The first angel sounded his trumpet, and there came hail and fire mixed with blood. It was hurled down upon the earth. A third of the earth was burned up, a third of the trees were burned, and the grass was burned up. The second angel sounded his trumpet, and something like a huge mountain all ablaze was thrown into the sea a third of the sea turned to blood, a third of the living creatures in the sea died, and a third of the ships were destroyed. A third angel sounded his trumpet, and a great star blazing like a torch fell from the sky on a third of the rivers. That word star means asteroid. So as these trumpets begin to sound, We know they are describing an asteroid strike upon the earth. God has everything timed. He's in charge of the ending of the ages, and we have entered the end of the age. Was there a call, Mr. Producer? Let's take that call, please. Hello, welcome. Please pray.
3: We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you are on the throne. Lord, that you have everything under control, even though the world appears to be out of control, you're in control. And we thank you, Lord, that you have orchestrated everything from the beginning to the end, and, Lord, we come before you today, and we're talking about the seals, Lord. And the, first seal, or the second seal says that um, there's not going to be any peace on earth. But, Lord, we know that you are the Prince of Peace. Father, there's no other peace that comes except from you. We can't lean upon man to give us peace, but we can lean on you. And I thank you, Lord, that you are the Prince of Peace. And that you can give us peace when there's turmoil all around. And we can come to you. I thank you, Lord, that um, you can calm uh, our fears and our anxiety as we come to you and lean upon you. And then uh, on the third uh, seal, Lord, you said that there's going to be a lack of, of food and high prices. And, Lord, we see this. Uh, it's here today. And uh, we know that, Jesus, you are our sustenance. And, Father, that we can't lean upon our government, we can't lean upon our money, but we can lean upon you because you will sustain us. And, Father, I just uh, thank you for the word, and I thank you, Father, for Elijah. uh, When he was uh, running from uh, Jezebel, and King Ahab, that you you caused the ravens to, to come and feed Elijah. And Father, I believe with all my heart and soul that you're going to come in these last days, and you're going to uh, see to it that your children are provided for. As we trust in you and believe in you and have the faith, Lord, that you're going to be our daily our, our daily sustenance. And um, we cannot depend upon man. And, and Father, uh, in your word, it says that a fourth of the world uh, in the fourth field is going to be death. And Father, as we see people dying, um, I pray in the name of Jesus that um, you will give your children life and that we will have life and be able to help others, Lord, as we see uh, death coming, that we will not be depressed and down in the dumps, even though it's going to be sad and hard, as we trust in you, because you're our only one that we can trust in. And we cling to you in these last days as you open up uh, these fields and as we're living in the end times. And Father, we know that you're going to be there with us and uh, help us through all of these things. And I thank you, Lord, that you, you for your word and your truth, Lord, that we can uh, trust you and be sustained by you. I just uh, pray now that uh, you will, uh, your word will go forth, and Father, that truth will pierce our hearts, and that there will be a great and mighty revival. You promised, O oh Lord, that when the enemy comes in like a flood, you would raise a standard against the enemy. Raise that standard high. And I pray, Father, that we will be uh, strong in you and our faith will grow. And we will, uh, you said that we also have need of endurance. And so I pray, Father, that you will uh, teach us uh, your ways and we will be, uh, grow deeper and deeper in you and uh, live a holy life. And, Father, that we will look like Jesus and act like Jesus. Father, that we will do the things that Jesus did. I just pray and ask these things now that you will just be with um, us as we go through this um, this trying time, oh Lord, that's ahead of us because you are our sustenance and you're our hope. And we thank you that we can hope in you. I ask these things now in the name of Jesus. Amen.
2: Amen. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. The lines are wide open. I invite you to call and pray as the Holy Spirit prompts you. Mr. Producer, do we have any calls coming in? Okay. The phone lines are open. And you're welcome to call and pray. As you move deeper into the book of Revelation, you have the trumpets blowing. You have incredible persecution. You have death on every hand. And then you come into... 10, 11, 12, it shifts and begins to speak about the things that will happen during the opening of the seals. The question is, where during the seals do these things take place? And I don't have an answer for that. But I do have an answer for this. Who wins? Jesus. How do we overcome him? How do we overcome the darkness? How do we overcome the devil? By the testimony of our mouth and the blood of Jesus. I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. With justice he judges and makes war. His eyes are like blazing fire, and on his head are many crowns. He has a name written on him that no one knows but he himself. He's dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is Word of God. The armies of heaven were following him, riding on white horses and dressed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth came a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations. He will rule them with an iron scepter. Jesus is coming to rule this earth. We have another caller. Welcome. 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 Please pray.
4: Yes. Hello, Pastor. Hello, America. Hello, household of faith. Hello, Father. Um, I'd like to say um, I was riding my bike to the store, getting orange juice, listening to you, Pastor, and the Lord has helped me. I've been um, have a problem for years with chronic pain and PTSD and depression, but um, God has wakened me in. In the morning, and I'm waking in the mornings, and I'm so very grateful. And so, Father, I come to you in gratitude, and I come to pray for the saints, the household of faith, to be encouraged for that which is about to come upon the whole world. And I pray you give us courage to live for you and courage to die for you, that we stand firm and strong in you that we don't look to the left hand or to the right but that we keep straight on in the way your way father Um, I love you very much father and um, one of my sins is worrying about what I look like and wearing makeup and not feeling pretty and having to put makeup on, it's not sexual, it's just I want to be presentable. So when the electricity goes out and I look terrible, I pray I don't act like a stupid moron and I just have a humble heart and not think of myself and be selfish and self-centered, but that I be a warrior and a soldier and think of other people that are hurting and hungry and thirsty and think about their needs and not myself. I seek to do that now and I pray that you lift me up to keep going strong in that, and that you take the scales off our eyes so we can see you the way you want us to see you, to live how you want us to live, Father, to do what you want us to do, to give us a stronger hunger for your word. And I thank you for the Holy Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit, Father. Words can express my gratitude and love for you. Thank you for coming and shedding your blood and dying on the cross for our sins. Yes, I love you, Pastor, in the household of faith. God bless you. Peace to you in the household of faith. Bye for now.
2: Thank you, Terry. God bless you. Okay. You're welcome to call and pray. Our number, 877 534 Zero seven eight zero. Is the Holy Spirit calling you to pray? The Holy Spirit is calling every Christian to pray. The question is can you hear his call? Or are you too far away or too stubborn? 877 534 The lines are wide open. We're waiting for you. They are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Never again will they hunger, never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heat. For the Lamb at the center of the throne will be their shepherd, and he will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And then the seventh seal is opened. And then there are thunders, but he was not allowed to write down what the thunders were. And then there are the final, the final last plagues, and the wrath of God is poured out. I read and reread and read and reread the book of Revelation, knowing That it's being played out right now. And if you believe that everything is going to continue as it has and money will continue to be available, the stores will remain open as they always have been, you are living in a dream world. All I can tell you is that we are now facing the shutdown of the God of money. And with that shutdown will come deprivation and tears and hunger. For God is not going to allow us in America and in the world to continue worshipping at the idol of money. It is over. Some of you have set your hearts to make lots of money and you have fooled yourself into thinking, oh, then I will do great and wonderful things with my money. No, you won't. If you're not doing that now, what would happen that could possibly change? If your God is money... You will be prepared to die for your God. And many of you will die for your God. Almighty King, Lord Jesus, I know you're coming soon, sooner than any of us can even begin to imagine. And I know that these seals are being opened. I know you're at the door, knocking. And I know that if we will repent, if we will be earnest and turn aside from the worship of this evil God of money, that you will come in and eat with us and fellowship with us if we will but repent and open the door to you, Jesus. I know you've called us to overcome. Lord, I pray today that we will rest in you, Jesus Christ. I know we are called to rest in you, Lord, That's what Hebrews 3 and 4 is all about. But, Lord, America has rested in its prosperity. It has rested in its false sense of security. And you are now removing that. I have listened, Lord, to several news commentators who are speaking in unusual terms of doom saying, it's happening, it's happening. We're losing it all. We've come to the end. Lord, I ask for your glory to shine forth. I ask for your word to be lifted up. I ask for your name to be honored above all names. And, Lord, we repent of all worship of money and we renounce it in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind it and cast it away and will only use it as a tool but not as an idol. Lord, I trust you to provide for your people. I trust you to build your kingdom among us. And I know, Lord, you will enroll us in the work of the gospel if we are but willing to humble our hearts before you. Lord, many men and women listening even now to this broadcast have spent their entire lives grubbing for money, struggling for money. Lord, one woman, I heard her speak. Her whole life is given with three jobs to gaining money because she believes then she can be somebody. She can rest and be secure and live her good life. Lord, would you bring that woman to humble repentance before your throne for she worships at the idol of money while calling herself a Christian. Lord, come quickly, please. Cause our hearts to be abundant toward your work, the work of the gospel, and to understand the hour in which we live. Almighty God, would you come now? I pray in your holy name. Amen. Well, I'm not surprised that today we have not had very many calls. I pray that you will allow that to convict your heart. For the phones should have been jammed with callers. But it's hard to call and pray when you're bowing at the altar of your money. (laughs) Yes, I understand. When you're exhausted by your pursuit for security, hear me. It will not bring you security. It is about to fall on its face before the altar of almighty God even now your money is being destroyed by inflation even now your money is being destroyed by the federal reserve and the central banks it is called fiat currency there's nothing backing it up of value it is literally monopoly money and it will lose its value completely. It's a race now to the bottom and the Lord God of heaven is sitting in judgment on the money of America. I pray you'll join me next week as we again, deal with these very serious issues. I pray for the conviction of the Holy Spirit in your heart that you will stop the endless parade of entertainment and pleasure and that you will get on your face before God and seek his face and ask him to give you understanding of these end-time events Some have said to me, Pastor, are you angry? No. No, I'm not angry. I'm just very sober and very concerned. You can write to me at National Prayer Chapel. I'm Pastor Ray Greenley. You can write to me at National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346-2346. Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. That's National Prayer Chapel, Post Office Box 2346, Woodbridge, Virginia, 22195. You can also go to our webpage, nationalprayerchapel.com. There you can get directions to come on a Sunday morning. and join us for worship. You can give online and I want to thank the many of you who have been doing so. This radio broadcast is dependent on the Spirit of God moving in your heart to sacrificially give. God bless you, my brother, my sister. I love you. I am desperately concerned for you and I'm praying for you. I'll talk to you soon.